You're listening to the Food Freedom Podcast, hosted by me, Dylan Murphy, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. Food Freedom Podcast explores the topics of intuitive eating, mindset, and body respect to help you create a lifestyle of lasting food freedom. We believe it's possible to feel confident in your food choices and connected to your body. And here on Food Freedom Podcast, we will show you how. I am a registered dietitian nutritionist and owner of Dylan Murphy Nutrition, a nutrition coaching practice helping women make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. We welcome all foods over here, from kale salads to queso and everything in between. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Food Freedom Podcast. On today's episode, we have Andy Mathis, who is an Alabama-based registered dietitian and nutritionist, and she is the owner of Healthy Food Blogs, Beautiful Eats and Things, and Little Eats and Things. And Andy, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. I'm really excited for today's conversation. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited to chat with you today. Yes, and you are in Birmingham, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, so you're not too far from me. I'm in Nashville. So oh, okay, yeah, we, the South. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's <laughs> why I'm like so excited to hear about your recipes and mm-hmm. food and stuff because I'm like, that is right up my alley. I know, cool. <laughs> Southern cooking, yes. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, Andy, I would love for you to take a minute or however long you want to just introduce yourself to our audience. And I know, like I just mentioned, you have mm-hmm. beautiful eats and things and little eats and things. So even yeah. kind of tell us a little bit more about who you are, what you do, and a little about your businesses as well. Sure. Okay. Well, I'm Andy. I'm an um, Alabama-based registered dietitian, and I have been a dietitian for ooh, maybe a little bit over 10 years. Mm-hmm. And um, I've worked in several different settings. First started off like in the clinical setting, uh, worked in public health for a little bit, and then um, worked in long-term care for about a little bit over eight years. So um, when I was working at long-term care, um, I started the blog, you know, just like as a creative outlet Uh, somewhere to put my recipes. You know, I didn't know anything about blogging at all. So um, I started just, you know, just to have somewhere to put my recipes so that other people could access them. And like after that, it just kind of took off, you know, Um, like I was receiving opportunities and I was like, you know, what's going on? Like, I didn't even Mm -hmm. know that you could make money from blogging. I didn't know that people turned that into a full-time career. So this was like completely new to me. And um, so I, I was still working full time, but I noticed that the demands for my blog kept increasing. And um, and I got more and more interested in just wanting to do the blog full time. So um, after about a year of starting the blog, I left my full time job. Wow. And yeah, I, it was very scary, but it was definitely one of the best decisions that I've made. And um, so I created that blog. And then shortly after that came Little Eats and Things, which is, um, you know, pretty much the same as Beautiful Eats and Things, but it's like a kid's version. So you have the crafts and you have recipes that are for kids, parents, um, you know, just kind of for that audience. So mm. it's, it's been a blast doing all yes. of this. Oh, I love that. My, so before I started my business, I also worked in long-term care. Okay, so like cool. I, yes, can get it. Um, uh, but yeah, that's, so you worked 
long-term care for a while and then started your blogs that's and and to go full-time after a year of having it that's amazing yes yes it was very scary but you know like I I knew that I had to make some type of sacrifice because the demands Mm -hmm. were just increasing and yeah yeah it worked out Uh, that's awesome Mm -hmm. and so for you with with food and cooking and recipes do you feel like did your parents or family cook a lot growing up? Was it something that you got into after school or like, where did your just passion for food come from? Yes. Like my family. Yeah. We're all about cooking, you know, we're in the South. So it's all yes. about the Southern cooking, comfort food. So yes. um, that's where I kind of got that passion from, especially around the mm-hmm. holiday season, you know, about Thanksgiving, you know, I was the one that was up with my mom, um, you know, preparing and, you know, preparing that Turkey and just like really getting ready for, for Thanksgiving dinner. So um, the passion started very young. And um, I just, you know, continued as I got older. I love to cook, love to cook for friends and family. So um, it just kind of stuck with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious as the route of becoming a dietitian, if for you there ever was a time where like food was more like demonized, carbs are bad, I mm-hmm. don't eat these foods. Because I know now you're, you have this amazing, you know, presence on TikTok and Instagram, yeah. like we talked about and in your blog where you share so many fun mm-hmm. recipes that are a mix of healthy and just regular old Southern, mm-hmm. like yeah. comfort food, like you mentioned. But yeah, I'm curious if there was ever a time where food wasn't as just like fun and enjoyable mm-hmm. for you. Yes, of course. Like, I feel like that's what led me to become a dietitian mm-hmm. because, um, you know, growing up, I was just always watching my calories, you know, trying to watch my weight, find the quickest weight loss tricks. And, um, and I looked into the field of becoming a dietitian because I was trying to help myself. You know, I was trying yeah. to be like, well, mm-hmm. you know, this profession dietitian is going to help me find the right diet, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why I um, looked more into it. But of course, like I was completely <laughs> wrong on what a dietitian was. It's like, oh, okay, there's so much more to this profession. But, um, but it, it actually led me to, you know, becoming a dietitian and, um, and just kind of learning more and kind of uh, getting away from the whole, you know, things like carbs are bad or you should mm-hmm. only eat this certain amount of food each day. Um, you know, it kind of helped me heal my relationship with food. So I'm very yeah. thankful for that. Yes, I love that. Because mm-hmm. that's what I found with even with food blogs, it can be mm-hmm. hard nowadays to find food blogs that aren't so immersed in like this is the keto food blog this is the like whole 30 like so it's I feel like blogs like yours are a breath of fresh air where like I can go for fun recipes Mm -hmm. and I don't have to see all this like I'm doing the keto diet here's these amazing keto brownies that you should Mm -hmm. make I'm like I just eat regular (laughs) brownies like I know (laughs) yeah give me a fun recipe for them exactly um So what I'm curious, what just like day to day life as a food blogger looks like for you? And I'm sure every day is different, but what are some of the roles or the hats that you wear as a food blogger? Uh, Well, I have two kids, so (laughs) it's very busy. (laughs) Yes, I have two boys, ages um, six and four. So uh, my oldest, he's in school, you know, during the Mm -hmm. day, but um, but so I have my four year old at home with me. So things Mm -hmm. are a bit different now you know since uh, we kind of been at home or you know he used to um, go to go to daycare 
um, during the week. So I would have more time and, you know, to really spend on my blog. But nowadays it's, I'm kind of just having to plan my blog around his schedule, mm-hmm. you know, because he's, he's requiring so much attention and I'm trying to, you know, keep him on yeah. a, on a learning path. So whenever I get a moment of free time, then I'm working on the blog and trying new recipes and I've been um, letting him help me in the kitchen, you oh, know, as I'm God. preparing some of these <laughs> recipes to, um, as something for him to do and just to kind of keep him busy, but I'm yeah. also able to get a little bit of work done too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are, so are your boys picky eaters or do they eat everything or maybe a little bit in between? Uh, it's, it's like hit or miss. Like they'll yeah. at least try it. Um, but you know, they'll let me know quickly if they don't <laughs> like it. So, you know, <laughs> like that, that's my rule. Like you have to try the food yes. before you say, I don't like it. Yes. Um, so, yes. but yeah, they'll try it, but they may leave it on the plate after that. Yeah. Like, yeah, not today. <laughs> yeah. I love that though. Cause I feel like that's creating such great memories for them mm-hmm. of how to cook being in the kitchen. Yes. I, I love that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So like I mentioned this, when people are listening to this episode, mm-hmm. if they're listening to it in real time, it is the holiday season and yes. um, Thanksgiving, Christmas, especially, I mean, probably all over the country, but mm-hmm. I know in the South, the holiday yes. season means lots of yummy food and mm-hmm. casseroles and pies and all the things. I'm like, mm-hmm. can it be Thanksgiving tomorrow? <laughs> now that I'm I know. <laughs> um, so there's kind of several things I would love to dive into with mm-hmm. that. Um, I would love to, because a lot of the audience we have here at Food Freedom Podcast are people mm-hmm. who either are kind of still in the realms of dieting and really wanting to walk away from diets, but just sure. learning a little bit more about what that looks like. And then some are more so really in their journey of food freedom and intuitive mm-hmm. eating. And so I think first, I would love to kind of more so talk to the people that are still in the realms of diets and like wanting Mm -hmm. to walk away from diet culture, but kind of a little bit of that fear of like, Mm -hmm. okay, what's it like to walk away from calories or what's it like to make macaroni and cheese? That's just regular macaroni and Mm -hmm. cheese. Um, and so what, if there's any, like maybe tips or things that you would say in, in like relation to the holiday season Mm -hmm. and enjoying food and really not letting diets take control of the holidays. Um, so yeah, yeah, I would love for you to speak to that. If there's any, any thoughts you have on that. Sure. Um, well, like during the holiday season, I feel like it should be focused, you know, on, on spending time with friends, family, you know, especially mm-hmm. now, I feel like we kind of need that bond, whether it's in person or virtual or whatever, yeah. you know, but, um, I feel like during this time, you know, to be easy on yourself, and not to, you know, get so consumed with maybe counting the calories of how much you're eating or saying, well, I'm not going to eat breakfast. It's I'm going to eat Thanksgiving, you know, dinner later on, you know, um, be easy on yourself, be kind to yourself and respect yourself um, to just know that it, it's okay. You know, it's okay to, uh, to enjoy these uh, meals. It's okay to enjoy the desserts, um, you know, yeah. all of that. And, you know, and just listen to your body. You know, that doesn't mean that you have to go overboard and fix 10 plates of food, you know, because there, you know, enjoy it. And then when Mm -hmm. you're full and, you know, you don't want any more. Okay, well, put it to the side and, you know, that's it. So I would say listen to your body and just Mm -hmm. enjoy the season. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. love that. Because I find too, I mean, most of the holiday foods we don't have, but Mm -hmm. in the holiday season. And so I hate the idea of, you know, just 
skip the meal, you don't need it or eat a super, super small portion. And it's like, enjoy Mm -hmm. the food and, and allow yourself the freedom to eat it. And you don't have to, you know, do anything to earn it or to compensate Mm -hmm. for it. And, and then it, like what you said, like, you don't have to have 10 plates of it. Mm -hmm. Like you set yourself up to enjoy it and walk Mm -hmm. away feeling satisfied, but you don't have to, you know, be super strict or anything Mm -hmm. with it. Yeah, um, exactly. another, another thought that just came to mind and I was watching mm-hmm. some of your TikToks last night. So this kind of gave me, <laughs> I was thinking about that as you were talking mm-hmm. is another thing I see a lot around the holiday season is comments from family and maybe it'll be different this year, depending if people are meeting via mm-hmm. zoom or what, what it looks like. But yeah. a lot of comments around either like, have you lost weight or, Oh, have you gained weight? Like a lot of weight yeah. comments and there were two TikToks you were watching, or I was mm-hmm. watching that you did one that I loved. It was kind of a play, the trend right now with that, like, oh, I don't even know how to like describe it, where you're like making up the like rap, quote unquote, like oh, rap yeah, innocent, yeah. you know, uh-huh. the one I'm describing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was about, you were like making as if someone was like trying to sell you on a yes. loss thing. Uh-huh. Um, and then there was another one. And I guess it was more speaking to like weight stigma mm-hmm. about like going to the doctor and weight yes. stuff. But mm-hmm. with that being said, what like people going to the holidays, because I know that I see that with a lot of my clients is like, I'm yeah. nervous to see <clears throat> my aunt so-and-so or mm-hmm. my grandma who may make comments about my yeah. weight. So what are some things like some encouragements or even advice you'd give people mm-hmm. in that route? Yeah, I can totally relate to this because, um, <clears throat> excuse me, my family, um, you know, that's, that's how they are. You know, mm-hmm. we kind of get around each other. Oh, you know, have you lost weight or, oh, have you gained mm-hmm. weight? You know, it's kind of almost like the topic, you know, of conversation. Yeah. And, um, you know, it used to bother me when I was younger, but I guess now that I'm older, I kind of like brush it off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes if I know where that conversation is going, I'll try to cut them off and start talking about something else. You yes. know, like if yes. it's like, oh, you look like, oh, okay, hey, is that a new shirt that you have on? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I try to redirect the conversation um, before it gets there. Um, but sometimes I know you can't avoid it, especially like with the older uh, family members, you know, grandmothers. <laughs> and um, But I just know that maybe from for them it comes from a place of love maybe mm-hmm. so I try not you know to uh, to get so offended by it but if you mm-hmm. can redirect that conversation definitely try to do that so yes. you can avoid uh, that that helps so much mm-hmm. like changing the subject and inter- I love like interrupting them in a kind way of like yes. I love your shirt <laughs> like, <Yeah>. <laughs> let's not talk about this like, mm-hmm. next subject because and I yes. I agree what you said about like feel like it's always coming from a place of love mm-hmm. or maybe 99% of the time yes. we'll say, but you know, they, and I mean, especially the older generation, that's mm-hmm. more what they're used to. So they're not really meaning it in a harmful yeah. way, but obviously it can be harmful if mm-hmm. you're just wanting to enjoy your Thanksgiving meal and someone's commenting on your weight. You're like, can we not like, let's talk about the pumpkin yeah, pie or let's something. Move on. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we have other things to talk about than this. Um, so then speaking of pumpkin pie and holiday, (laughs) Uh um, I would love to hear just any, and I feel like I'm going to be like taking notes too. just any (laughs) ideas or tips or just when it comes to the holiday season and when it comes to food and Mm -hmm. recipes, um, maybe what are some of like your favorite recipes that you make or what are some even just tips you have for cooking around the holiday season? Obviously it can be stressful of like, yes, 
you know, you're making all these different things. You're in the kitchen. Oh, the meal's got to be ready by 2 p.m. and mm-hmm. all of that. So, yeah, I would love to just kind of pick your brain on all things holiday cooking. Oh, sure. Like, um, I'm really traditional when it comes to holiday cooking. Mm-hmm. So, like, for Thanksgiving, it's traditional. We have turkey. Uh, we have dressing. We have yes. green bean casserole. Um, so we have, like, most, like, a traditional menu. So, um, we'd like to keep things very traditional, um, mm-hmm. very Southern, um, in a way that we kind of, um, I guess can help to keep dress down. You can start early by prepping a few, you know, items ahead of time so that you're not cooking mm-hmm. everything on the same day or, um, like with my family, like, well, before all of the COVID yeah. and everything came into play, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. we were able to meet and gather, you know, as a family um, group mm-hmm. and we would just kind of bring each bring something so that we weren't cooking a big meal by ourselves like somebody mm-hmm. would bring the turkey or bring a dessert um, which really helped out and it was a lot of fun because we had like a big spread of food that we got to you know kind of try everybody's food so um, that's always fun but I would definitely say yeah. prep and start ahead of time yeah help mm-hmm. yes that I totally agree. Yeah. Do you, are you the type to, when it, I'm sure with two kids too, this is something you most likely do, but when it comes to just like weekly cooking and your mm-hmm. weekly like meal planning, grocery trips, that sort of thing, do you typically like prep on Sundays or do you kind of prep throughout the week or what is even just your weekly meal routine look like? Yes. Like I would normally prep on Sunday like that was just my day to prep everything um but nowadays because my schedule is kind of thrown off yeah um I'm like prepping for maybe the next couple of days so I used to prep mm-hmm. for the whole week so maybe like now Sunday I'm prepping for Monday and Tuesday and then Wednesday you know we start over again so yes. um yeah so it's kind of like that now mm-hmm. but prepping uh, it does help yeah mm-hmm. I know I feel like nowadays too we're all just like trying to survive. Yes. (laughs) And I can't even speak as much as, I mean, you have two kids, I have a dog. So Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's a lot now having kids at home and having to, you know, cook and do all the things, Mm -hmm. run blogs. So with your, with your blogs, are Mm -hmm. you, do you have other like staff or assistants or is it just solopreneur you're running it or yeah what does yeah. that look like it's just me it is yeah. me running it. both blogs and yeah just kind of running myself crazy um <laughs> it's fun but yeah it's just me for right now maybe hopefully I can get a team you know in the future um but yeah it's just me <laughs> yeah I love it though I mean you mm-hmm. you have great content like I mentioned everyone listening needs to go follow you on TikTok and on Instagram. <laughs> Thank you. I, would <laughs> it's, love I love it. Yeah, I love it. Um, so with the holidays again, are there any, like, what would you say is your favorite thing to cook for mm-hmm. the holidays? My favorite thing would be sweet potato pie. Like, uh, that yes. is, you know, cause we only have it once a year and that's Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. you know, so I look forward to it every year and mm-hmm. uh, it's like, and I love to smell it like while it's baked in the, in the oven. It's just, yeah. It's like uh, one of those scents that just lets you know the holidays are here. Yes. Uh, I love it too. We do uh, sweet potato casserole, which Ooh, I feel like good. is kind of similar, but we put like the marshmallows on top. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Cause growing up, I like would not touch it. I don't know mm-hmm. if it was because of like, the sweet potato, the idea of mixing sweet potatoes and marshmallows was weird to me. <laughs> but now I'm like, give me all the sweet potatoes and the oh, marshmallows. Yeah. It's so it's delicious. Gosh, it's so good. Yeah. Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is like my favorite holiday because oh, yeah, of the food. Too. 
Oh, it's so good. So switching gears for a minute mm-hmm. too, because I know, um, like I keep mentioning all of your content you create, mm-hmm. you talk a lot about body positivity, you mm-hmm. talk a lot about self love, and I feel like your message is so empowering and also mm-hmm. in a very approachable way. Like mm-hmm. I think you do a really good job of just promoting what you're passionate about, but in a way that doesn't necessarily make people feel like shamed. It's mm-hmm. more just like helping them learn and, Thank you. you know, kind of more so calling people in versus calling mm-hmm. them out. Um, but yeah, so any, for people listening and this whole, the idea of body positivity, mm-hmm. because I feel like even in, in this year, there's been more strides and people talking more about body positivity mm-hmm. and talking about body respect and walking away from diets, which is amazing, especially mm-hmm. in a year like 2020 yes. has been. But mm-hmm. yeah, I would love to know kind of maybe even where your passion for that, like providing that kind of content and body mm-hmm. positivity, um, kind of where that came from. Well, like um, I've been a dietitian, you know, <laughs> curvy and uh, which is not the typical look for a dietitian. Mm. So um, I think it comes from, you know, going to conferences or just kind of being out and people are always kind of looking at me shocked, like you're a dietitian. Like, mm. I can't believe that. And, you know, and it's like um, for a minute, like I would get kind of embarrassed to even share my profession because of that mm-hmm. and you know and I even considered like um, switching professions because I was like oh, I don't, you know I hate these looks that I get when I say that I'm a dietitian mm-hmm. um, so I think that encouraged me to just maybe you know embrace it you know like okay yeah. well yeah this is what I look like this is my body yes I'm a mm-hmm. dietitian um, and so I wanted to you know put out that message to possibly help encourage others to you know maybe mm-hmm. feel the same way that I'm feeling and surprisingly I've received so many messages like emails and DMs um, just saying, well, you know, thanks to you, I feel more comfortable, Mm -hmm. you know, in this profession or now I'm going to pursue being a dietitian. Um, And it it makes me feel good because I thought that, you know, no one will really listen to what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, it wouldn't really get anywhere, but yeah, Yeah. just grateful that I'm able to inspire somebody. Yeah. Cause I, and, and that's so important because even mm-hmm. as dietitians and in the, in the work of being like body positive and body kindness and mm-hmm. all of these different amazing things, we're promoting that to other people, but it's yes. so important within the field of dietetics. Like we all, we don't need to all look the exact same. And I think yes. unfortunately, when you go to like Fincy, the nutrition yes. conference, a lot of people look the same and that's yeah. not good. Like we, mm-hmm. we need diversity in, in yeah. all the different ways. And so I think someone like you, by making a stand again, in a very like graceful, passionate way of like, I don't look the typical mm-hmm. way a dietitian yeah. does, but that that's, there shouldn't be a typical look. Yes. Like dietitians mm-hmm. should come in all different shapes and sizes. Because again, thinking about, like, I think about like, clients. And I know Mm -hmm. I hear a lot from clients, like they, and like prospective clients, like Mm -hmm. they want to feel seen when they see like the marketing or when they see like the dietitian they're going to be working with or food blogs, like when Mm -hmm. they see recipes and they see who's created the recipes, like if they don't feel seen, it kind of makes them feel like, Oh, I don't know if like this is for me or, you know, prospective dietitians going to a Mm -hmm. conference and not like feeling seen there. They're probably like, like you said, like, and you even had that journey of like, is this even the career I should be in? Yeah, it can have a definitely like a big impact on you. So. Mm, mm. Yes. I'm glad you stayed and became a dietitian because we Thank need you. more people <laughs> like you. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Um, 
Well, so the way I like to end episodes and I'm excited for your answer and we've already even kind of talked on this, but I okay. love to ask guests what their favorite food memory is, because mm-hmm. I know for me and kind of like you mentioned as well, one thing that got me into nutrition is just the love of food and, and really helping people know food is more than just fuel. Because I mean, yes. my story similar for me, that wasn't always the case. Mm-hmm. Food was the enemy and it was calories yes. and all of this, but mm-hmm. it now is so fun to see the the culture and the experience and the memories and just everything that goes into food. Mm-hmm. And so I would love to hear what maybe your favorite food memory is, whether it's a recipe that you make, whether mm-hmm. it's something from growing up or really any, any things that come to mind? Uh, my favorite food memory, um, I'm not the best baker, but mm-hmm. I love to bake because um, it reminds me of like my childhood, you know, I used yeah. to bake with my grandmother and like mm-hmm. she would bake like the best banana nut bread. Like she would mm-hmm. just make a whole bunch of it around the holidays. And um, like, I would just watch her bake and like try to sneak little pieces here and there, yeah. you know, without her noticing. So um, I love to like, Bake. Anytime I'm baking, I always think about that memory. Um, and they like it, and especially when my kids come in, they, you know, like, oh, what's that smell? And they try to sneak oh. a taste too. So it just kind of brings back all those feelings. Um, yes. Just makes me feel warm inside. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's so good. And I think, again, that's one of the huge reasons why food freedom is amazing because then you yeah. can make recipes like that banana bread, sweets, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. And not have any of the guilt or worry around like, this is bad. I shouldn't be enjoying this. Like you're able to enjoy it and allow your kids to enjoy it too. And Mm kind of create that for them. Yes, exactly. That's so good. Uh, Well, Andy, thank you again so much for taking time to come on the show. Where can people find you? Your, um, I mean, lots of ways, your website, yeah. <laughs> your TikTok, your Instagram, tell us all the things. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, well, yeah, definitely my website, um, beautifuleatsandthings.com or littleeatsandthings.com. And right now yeah. on beautifuleatsandthings.com, if you sign up for the newsletter, you can get a free uh, one pot cookbook. It's like a few of my favorite <laughs> recipes. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, so definitely sign up for that. And for social media, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Pinterest, Twitter, all of them are basically um, beautiful eats and things or little eats and things. Mm -hmm. I believe that Twitter is uh, beautiful E and T. So um, yeah, that name is a little bit different, but yes. So just follow me, all social media, websites. Yeah, check me out. Perfect. And yeah, Mm -hmm. I'll include all those links too. Thank you. So yeah, thank you so much again, Andy. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Food Freedom Podcast. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Free Method Nutrition for more inspiring content on food freedom, intuitive eating, body respect, and many other things. If you're curious how you can support our podcast and help it to reach more people like you, we would love if you would take a minute to rate and review the show. We drop new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you subscribe so you always catch our latest conversations. See you next episode.